And we're live. Uh, sort of recording. <laughs> Welcome to the Odd Times podcast. I'm Mac. I'm Kaz. Good afternoon. <sighs> Hot. Hot. Yeah, just a little bit. But before we would get to going going good here, I'd like to uh, let the people of Maui know that they're in our thoughts and prayers. Um, this tragedy is 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 larger than we know and we want to let everybody know that's uh, affected by this that uh, they're in our thoughts and prayers yeah yeah i had no idea what was going on at all i uh came as a complete surprise i just thought i didn't know that hawaii could catch on fire yeah i, I didn't do it well i mean <laughs> apart from volcanoes right yes exactly so do they know what started this? I have I have not seen anything on it yet. I saw this morning that it was over sixty people so far have passed away. I did see a story that Floyd Mayweather was providing assistance to people too. So, well, that's good. He's got the money. Yeah, I'm looking it up real quick. It just says wildfires. I didn't think that was a problem for them, but I guess apparently it is. I don't know. I it I to me it seems like this came out of nowhere. So to me it sounds like somebody said this because the people were jumping in the ocean. So this whatever I don't know. That's just me anyway. I Death toll hits eighty. Oh my yeah. heavens. Huh. Well yeah, those poor people. Wow. Okay. Way to bring it down. Thanks. Hey, hey, I just wanted to tell everybody they're in our prayers. Thoughts and prayers, that's all. Anyway, yeah. on to the show, on to the show, on to the show. So what's been what's been shaking with you? Oh, time? nothing, nothing. I, I, You know, I played a little Call of Duty the other day. And, you know, we've talked about the woke culture and cancel culture. Those people never played Call of Duty. Those okay. people that play Call of Duty are evil. They're they the most- call you everything but your name. <laughs> It doesn't matter what you are, you're getting called it, and it's bad. I, I, you gotta have thick skin to play video games these days. Well, you, I mean, most of them now, you can do what I do, which is just mute the chat. Like, I don't, I don't talk at all when I play because I'm just like, because I'm gonna say something that's gonna get me kicked off. Uh, I learned that the hard way. It's like not even your mom is safe when you're playing Call of Duty. No. Some of the stuff you tell me goes on. Uh, it's hilarious. It's bad. But I like to instigate, you know. I like to instigate. Poke, poke the bear, as they say. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, we kill him a few times. and Then you kill him a few more times. And you're a cheater. And your mom's a fat heifer. And it's, it's all good. <laughs> and you're probably kissing your mom on the lips because you're yeah, probably yeah, yeah. Uh, probably stealing internet from the neighbor actually. But. Yeah, it's hilarious to me because it's like they get so, so worked up. It's fun to talk trash. We both agree. Like it's oh, really always. fun to talk trash. It always amazes me that everyone takes it so serious. It's like. You're playing it like your child is on the, like your life or your kid is on the line. Like, they're going to kill my dog. They're going to kill my son. It's like, no, it's not that serious. You just go start a new match. Exactly. And you don't even have to put a quarter in. Back in the day, we had to put quarters in to play some more. Now you just start over. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) 
Oh, th- some of those games, man, they just take that stuff so, so serious. It's just relax. Have fun with it. Talk a little trash. Blow each other up. Have fun. Exactly. Ugh. Don't you, uh, you, have you been playing uh, PUBG? Yeah, played some PUBG. It, it was, it was, it was not worth anything today. <laughs> they yeah. got my butt handed to me a few times, but. So Kaz and I, we played Elden Ring, and uh, we didn't know how multiplayer worked. That's a good story. So we're both not real tech savvy. So uh, I'm trying to read the wiki, and I go, oh, I think I got it. So we figure it out, and I'm like, hey, there you are. There I am. And then some random dude comes in and just starts killing us. And I was like, what's he doing? Right. He just joined in. (laughs) Yeah. And you go, well, I'm dead. Is that how it's supposed to go? It's like, no. I don't think so. And I'm like running away. Stop hitting me. Oh, good times. Good times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that I was forgot horrible. all about that. I forgot all about that. Yeah, because we were right in front of the big horse guy. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, that was horrible. Anything else been going on? Nothing. Nothing. Had a little lunch with the, the kids today and their significant others and Nice. Yeah, little chicken tacos. Oh, that sounds good. That's what uh, I was thinking of making tonight. Yeah. It's even better <laughs> when the wife makes it and I didn't have to do anything. Oh, that is the best, yeah. No one cooks at my house but me. I uh, I have went down a research path the last couple of weeks. Um, it's because I'm trying to prove the theory that I brought up in last week's show that we need to prepare for war with the fish. Uh, so I have been watching a lot of Shark Week stuff <laughs> on HBO Max. They're out for blood. You got you laugh, but they're out for blood. They're coming for your children. You just wait. How's they, that? How's that? Uh, well, because I was watching one, and uh, it was in New Zealand, and um, it was on the, the beach that I swam in when I was there, and I was just like, "Holy crap! I was there. I went in the water there. Like it freaked me out." Because I was, and they're like coming right up to where the people swim. Um, The sharks are no longer staying away. It's terrifying. (laughs) And then they showed, they showed a particular kind of shark that jumps out of the water. Like they're like trying to fly now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those great whites, they get a little air, as you would say. Well, it's not the great white. It was uh, Mako, the Mako shark. And its teeth are nasty, man. Oh, they're nasty. They can't even close their mouth because their teeth are so nasty. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, I watched the Oh, I see that. I see that. That's crazy. And I didn't know. There's a place in south of the South Island. I forget what it's called. It's this little straight whatever. It is like the breeding ground for all of the great whites. Like, they're down there fighting and just having fun. And, oh, no thanks. Because I didn't know till I started doing all this, watching this stuff, that they like cold water. I always thought it was warm water, but apparently sharks like cold water. But now they're starting to do studies that, oh, they're starting to like the warm water now. Yeah. Because I have not seen that. War. <laughs> it's happen. All those people that stay out of the cold water, they're coming after us now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're going to go wake up the Meg that's down low somewhere, and they're going to be like, it's on, like Donkey Kong. Most of the world is water. You wait. Ships are going to You're right. You're right. 
<laughs> well, first it's the killer whales attacking ships. Now it'll be the sharks. Exactly. Exactly. And you're right. That Mako shark is ominous looking. And they can get up to like I think they said ten to twelve feet. So I pulled my tape measure out because you know you, you see that and you go, oh, that's big. But once you run it out to ten feet, you're like, oh, imagine being in the water with that. Nope. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And my son, I go, that's what they're like, and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's different when you see it out like in, in a uh, actual reference point. Anyway, that's all I did this week. I played. Oh, I've been playing uh, Baldur's Gate three, which is amazing. The whole family is. So we're ha we're on one computer. So son plays it during the day. Daughter gets home from work. She plays it, and I get to play it whenever I get a chance. It's amazing. It's an RPG. People who know know. Those who don't would probably never play it anyway. Um, it's Dungeons and Dragons made for. Uh, oh really? Made for PC. You get to create your character. Uh, and, of course, I uh, wasn't thinking because I just go, oh, that sounds cool. I'll make a drow character. Well, drow are evil. Um, they're, they're elves that live in the Underdark. And they raise spiders to ride on, like mounts. And, I'm uh, done. You had me. Nope, I'm done. Spiders. <laughs> no spiders. So the nope. game, so I'm a drow, and I'm walking around. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go talk to these people. And they're like, get away from me, you filthy it just i'm like wow that is racist <laughs> and i'm pale i'm like wow just because i'm that's just hateful and i'm a paladin so i'm like a warrior of light which is even better so yeah i'm enjoying it well you know <sighs> not only are people getting attacked by the sharks you know you had that uh soccer player there in costa rica that was uh, <laughs> eaten by the the crocodile I'm telling you, dude, it's coming. No one believes me. Yeah, I saw that. You told me about that. I yeah, forgot. Jesus Chucho Lopez Ortiz. Uh, yeah, you can't. Um, <laughs> he, but the thing I don't understand is why he jumped into a river that had a sign that said not to because of crocodiles. Was the sign I, in English? No, I, well, that I can't say to have it shown the sign. That might be why. But he said he was hot, and uh, that crocodile was every bit of 10 or 12 feet long. And he's only 29 years old. Oh, yes. my gosh. Left, left two kids behind. Um, I, guess I think they said because he was hot. He was hot. He was hot, and he jumped in the river. Supposedly, according to the, uh, the police, they said there was a sign, and it said... They probably the ran over was... there, put the sign up real quick. No say, no, <laughs> man. There was a sign no, right say no say, no say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's horrible, man. That is horrible. That, I, that is it not was terrible. I want to go. No, no. And the picture just showed the crocodile swimming into the bridge with him in his mouth. Now, I've got the article opened up, but I've been distracted by this other news story over here that says Rihanna is normalizing breastfeeding. Hmm. Okay. Oh, dude, so she had her baby. I guess so, yeah. Huh. huh. Uh, I'm glad they could normalize that. I thought it was a normal thing. I, I always did, too. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was just Man. like, what do you, what do you thought? Like, that's how people feed people. Uh, but anyway, we live in weird times, odd times. Well, odd well, times. she maybe it's because she's in... In another country, because I believe she's 
Trinidadian or Jamaican? She's that something. I, yes, she's from another country. That I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. But I guess let's just get into the stories that we got this week. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I just found this one um, and it just popped up. <laughs> this is like just like this is something that comes straight out of the 80s. Uh, a man in Mexico has been arrested for allegedly killing his wife and eating her brains and tacos and using her skull as an ashtray. Did he use Cholula? <laughs> I, That's what I, I want to know. I don't know. Corn or flour. That's, yeah. Nah. Uh, the incident took place in, uh, I can't pronounce that, Puebla. Puebla. Yeah. Authorities apprehended the suspect identified as Alvaro. Oh. Gee, I'm just like, see? This goes back to last week or two weeks ago when I read that story. Dig a hole, give the wife a bag of rocks, and just get after it. You don't need to kill her and eat her brains. <laughs> just go to therapy, man. And they're saying it was the. used her head as an ashtray. Yes. Yes. They're saying. How long? The... Go ahead. Did, did he let the head dry out? I mean, or does it just. Or res... Put it in the dishwasher, probably. Yeah, put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> Just, I don't understand it. I just don't like I don't understand how somebody just does something like this and it's just like they just keep living life like that's fine. Yeah. I'm gonna it, I'm gonna turn it, my wife's head to an ashtray. It's all good. Yeah, we still... think that she was a Christian and they got into an argument and that's why she just and he just well, started. I you know. Yeah, well it's just saying that like he's he's talking like the devil made him do it. So Obviously, there's a little bit of something there. Uh, two days after the incident, contacted one of his step stepdaughters to confess. So he confessed. They got into a fight, probably about his drinking. I killed her. Or his cocaine into, use. Could be drugs, yeah. Threw her into the ravine in bags. Killed her, cut her into pieces, and threw her into the ravine. Yeah, but... There's a dip there's a difference between getting in a fight and just killing somebody and there's a difference. Yeah, I think, killing uh, someone and eating them. Okay. But there's he, something not right there. But he said that uh she didn't suffer. Oh he said she I killed her, I cut her into pieces and threw her into the ravine and bags, and she added that he claimed that her daughter didn't suffer. Well that's wow. that's a plus, right? I mean <laughs> I did it quick and easy. I mean, yeah, you know. I just no, it just baffles me that like there, there's people out here that are like your neighbor who's just a normal dude, and then one day he just wakes up and goes, "Yeah, I'm gonna kill my wife and eat her brains." Like that's just what I'm gonna do today, and just like what? With, but with fava beans. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have fava beans with the brains. I'm sorry, oh, that's. That's the worst story of the day. I just wanted to get it out. <laughs> yes, that's a terrible story. That's horrible. Now on to something that is amazing to me, and Kaz had never heard of this, and it happens all the time. This is just one story out of hundreds of stories, and the first time I saw it was on one of those talk shows where you go, that's not real. But it happens so frequently to people that wouldn't fake it. An English-speaking teenager has woken up from a coma speaking fluent Spanish. How do you how do you have he okay, I got questions. So how do you just like if you've never heard Spanish say and then you wake up and you're fluent? Like, how does that happen? Number one. 
Um, I don't know. I took Spanish for five years and I still barely exactly. Speak yeah, he's speaking it like he got hit in the head, and this is in Atlanta, Georgia. So <laughs> he just well, there's there's ones that seem fake where the people hit their head and then they they wake up with an accent like an Australian accent. Yeah, here's one. Uh, in 2013, an Australian man woke up from a car crash speaking only Mandarin. You'll talk about a complex injury and language. Oh, my God. What it's all called... these cases have in common is that the patients all knew the language they went on to speak to some extent, although not fluently. Okay, that answered my question. It's called bilingual aphasia. Yeah. And this condition supposedly occurs when one of area of the brain that learns the language is damaged while another remains untouched. That's wild though. Like, but the ones that I saw on the uh, talk show was they would just have the accent. They would, it would be English to English, but now they speak it with a British accent. There was a Croatian teenager who woke up speaking German. Like, that's just wild to me. It's like, I tell my son, I'm gonna tell my son, you know, you having trouble speaking that language? I got gotcha. you. <laughs> just put your head down on this board. I got a hammer. It's going to work out just fine. I don't think so, Dad. Be a sissy. I'm helping you. Uh, blunt force trauma or chemically induced? Oh, blunt force. Yeah, I'm not oh, smart enough. That way you can him. enjoy it? Yes. Yes, he's, he's earned it. He's earned it. <laughs> at least at some point. I don't know. I don't keep track. Uh, wow. I just, I because I saw another story where... Uh, was some lady woke up from a coma and she had an accent and all of her family was ridiculing her and she couldn't stop but she had like i said she had been in a coma and i don't know i can't find that story but she she was just like they were like would you stop she's like i bloody can't can you imagine waking up and now you sound like i don't know Wee herman like that's the worst uh that, that the one, one the one the one that you're talking about is called a foreign accent syndrome. It's yes. a speech disorder that causes a sudden change to speech that a native speaker is perceived to speak with a foreign accent. That is hmm. crazy, dude. I I there was just something I'd never like, heard of it. Yeah, you had never heard of it. I I've seen it throughout my life. I just kind of thought, are these people real or are they just kind of like the ones on Twitter that are getting angry at everyone. <laughs> I now speak with a British accent. I know that's horrible. Hey, don't feel bad. I went to dinner with a friend of mine one time, and it was his aunt and uncle and her cousin, and the aunt and the cousin were speaking in British accents the whole time. I thought they were British. Oh, and it was just them acting weird? Yes. Oh. I, I, I couldn't wait for dinner to be over. Yeah. I couldn't and, wait because I, I was like, are you serious? Have you ever ever heard of an accent that is so off-putting that you just don't want to talk to the person? No, but I've heard of people with voices that I just don't want to talk to them. Right. So we're playing, me and my daughter are playing, um, oh, it's the show, it's the space show on, um, gosh, dang it, my mind just went blank. I'm so bad at this. Not the first time. Um, Space show on uh, <laughs> Amazon Prime. Gosh, dang it. The Expanse. Okay, uh, have I seen it. it. So it's great. It's really slow at the beginning, but it kicks on. But they made a Telltale game. And the main character is one of the ladies from the show. And she has this 
it's like they speak Cajun, but Cajun in space. And the accent is so off-putting that I just don't want to hear her speak. And she's the main <laughs> character, so it's hard to keep playing the game. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. that's terrible. Yeah, that's that's why I was thinking of that, because I've, I've never had somebody with an accent that I just like, oh, please stop talking. I mean, we live in a place where everyone's got accents. Southern. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Pokey accents. Can't say wash. You know, being from here, you just thank God some of the smartest people in the world didn't have Southern accents. Because nobody would listen to them. No. (laughs) A equals MC shut up. No one wants to hear it. Just stop talking. Exactly. Well, I think I got it figured out. We don't care. Just shh. That was a comedian. I forget who said that first. He said, Southern accents make you sound like a dipshit. So I've heard gonna... that more than once. Yes. I've heard that more than once. Oh, my gosh. That's good stuff. Now, you told me. And speaking of Southern, boy, they uh, they went off there in the South the other day. They had that Alabama Riverfront brawl down there. I just. <laughs> oh yeah, three. I'm watching this right now, and all because I, they parked their boat in the wrong spot, and they didn't like that young black man telling them not to park there. Holy! So they're ganging up on the black dude. Oh, they started off on ganging up on him. And yes. Now they're, they're punching other white people, and they're all without shirts, and they all got big fat bellies. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, one of them swam off a boat to get to the to get to the pier to uh, join in on the uh, the ruckus. So yes. He, he had to catch his breath. Yes. Take a swig of his uh, Bud Light. And the, there were women involved, and. It was it was all of the above. I, How did this happen? I, all it looks like to me, I haven't read the. The woman has been charged with third degree assault. And in this day and age, you, they attacked a black dock worker, so he yes. worked there. Yes. In Montgomery, okay, and they're all 48, 23, 25. Stupid. They should make them work in the inner city. Telling you, you, you might oh, it's because where they were docking, where they parked that boat, a an Alabama River cruise ship needed to park there. It was oh. blocked by the boat, so he was trying to get them to move. Now, you all I heard him say was, You can't park there. And then another gentleman comes from the side and attacks him. I Wow. I, you know, maybe he, they didn't like his Alabama accent. I'm not for sure. No, but, it's it, you, almost yeah, you can, there's you can, alcohol. There's alcohol involved. You can oh, there's it. a lot of alcohol involved. Because, <laughs> I mean, dude, in our line of work, we have to get people to move out of the way. And I've never gotten into a brawl because I asked somebody to move. I've gotten cussed out before. But ah, never, me too. And I've never, parked behind people because they wouldn't move and then got cussed out because I wouldn't move. Yeah, exactly. And after you ask them to move, <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I'm going to be here a minute. So I, I just don't community service, make them go to the inner city and they, they mandatory have to do it. I guarantee you community service will stop this stupid behavior. Especially when you put the signs around their neck that said, I beat up a poor guy at the harbor. <laughs> 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 they keep coming home with black eyes. Another tough day at work, babe. <laughs> there was also a minor that was assaulted. 
<laughs> yeah. What? Yes, and he was just driving the boat. Now, it doesn't show because he's a minor anything that happened to him. They're not showing that. So the, but... the actual riverboat captain is the one that called the police. Yes. A 16-year-old boy who works on the boat that took Pickett to the dock was also hit during the fight. His mother actually went and signed warrants for the arrest of that gentleman. Mm-hmm. For those of you not from America, uh, it's pretty typical. We're very yeah. hostile. America's very, I mean, we were built on war. Uh, and it's always the ones who have never, like, it's always the ones not built for war that caused the fights. Like, you look at these guys and you're just like, oh, tubby, tubby, swing, tubby, tubby. <laughs> He's out of breath. That's the most cardio that fat man has had in years. <laughs> I just don't understand how, like, you let some stranger get you to the point of wanting to punch people. Like, I've been angry before, but it's just like everyone takes everything so damn personal now. Exactly. I mean, what? Who cares if they say something about your family? They don't know your family. They're just running their mouths. That's like you see those boys that are like, "What'd you say about my mama?" I don't know your mom, dude. I don't care. And if they do, just let it go, man. It's not, it doesn't make you less of a man. I hope those guys get the book thrown at him because that poor guy's just doing his damn job. Exactly. They came at him. I think they should. And in this day and age, let's be honest, Alabama, three white guys jumped a black guy. Oh, it's a little down south. Yeah. Any, any uh, black guy close was going to come into that well, battle. They got, they got to throw the book at him because if they don't, you, you could have riots. Oh, yeah, didn't think about it like that, mm-hmm. but that's I mean, true. That they don't, they don't get at least a a charge for it. Then it, you're right. I never thought about that. I we've mean, had we've had worse for less. Yes, sir. I mean they they burnt down cities because the guy couldn't breathe. So I mean, they gave that guy five years the other day too. One of the uh, police officers, not the guy on top, just one of the police officers that did intervene. He got five years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, ah, that the I Asian guy. You, yeah, the yeah. Asian guy. Oh, I thought it was the white dude that held him down. Yeah, but the Asian guy that did not intervene got five years in prison for it, for not intervening. Was he a cop? Yep. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm with you now. See, there's this is the problem with being polarized. Uh, I'm just tangent time. So when you polarize yourself, all cops are bad. All this is bad. All this is bad. This is my team. So what you have here is you have a really bad guy with tons of warrants, abuse, and all this stuff. And he's passing a counterfeit bill and gets the cops called on him. So now he gets held down by this cop, which the cop was bad. The guy is bad. Everyone involved in this is bad. Yes. And now they burn down cities because of it. And he's mm-hmm. a poster child for it. I mean, it's... It's like making Charles Manson your your superhero. It's oh, like really they have. Yes. Make it statues of Manson or Hitler. It's like really come on. Like it's frustrating because it's it's asinine. It's like should the cops have done what they did? Well, no. in their in their book they said that they can to hold him, but like you've got a cruiser. Put him in the back of the freaking cruiser and call an ambulance. It's not that yeah. complicated. You it's had control not. of him. You were doing it just to be a jerk yes exert your power 
And that's what a lot of bad cops do. And they try to overexert their authority. Now, there's good cops. There's a lot of good cops. I've met some, got some that were part of my old family. Um, never had a problem. But there are those ones, special little towns like I live in, that is, man, you don't want to get pulled over because they're just, you don't know if they're crooked or whatever. You just don't know. And I grew up afraid of cops. I don't know about you, but I, I don't. Me too. I don't like dealing with them. And I know it's protect and serve, but, you know, you see all the time on the news what they oh, do, you know, yes. planting drugs and everything else. And that's what sucks. It's because, you know, like, you know, there's good ones. Hey, man, I, I can remember when I was like 10, 11, guy running from the police, hit a pole. That cop pulled him out of the back of his pickup truck and stood on him. Both feet stood on him and pointed a gun at him. I was like, no, I don't think I want to be on that end of it ever, ever, ever. <laughs> he just stood on his back with a gun in his head. No, I'm good. I mean, <laughs> you look at you look at another country. I think it takes three years. There's I forget. It's one of the Scandinavian countries. And I, I believe I read this the other day. It, it takes like three years. And you have to end up with an associate's degree before you can be a police officer. I saw something about that the other day. And so I came up with a way to make it a lot less violent. Uh, cops have their guns, but they're locked and they have to get dispatched to approve their removal. So it takes two people for you to access your firearm. So now you you have somebody above you that's accountable. And I know people go, well, it's it's dangerous. Well, nobody forced you to be a cop. Right. But if somebody but then what happens when well, somebody it, does pull a gun on you and you got to wait for somebody to no, I, my, no, my thing is, is like these cops that are constantly whipping their guns out on people like that one white dude that was in the, in the, and they killed him. And he was, he was on his knees laying face down and the cop shot him, you know, like those guys, those guys are the ones you have to worry about. But I think that, I think training really, really needs to, to happen in these police forces. I think they need to I have think some extra training, training. Would be, that's true too. And they need to quit using the cops as tax revenue to go and harass oh, people too yeah if they do do that because i mean do that you you look at you look at the places where they where they uh, got rid of the cops uh so minneapolis Seattle, minneapolis look at what's san francisco where you've got oh. it in. you wouldn't live there i wouldn't either it's like you need police you need laws no. i mean look at it tech companies are even moving out i mean tesla moved to, to texas yeah yeah and I mean, the thing is, I I would never want to be a cop. So it takes yeah. a special kind of individual that wants to do it. And you need to give him all the tools he needs to do his job. And if that means way more training, then give him more training. I mean, yeah, I agree. for our job, we have hours and hours and hours of training every month that we have to do. Well, we don't do it, we're but we're supposed, supposed to. to do it. Right. <laughs> Got some more to do coming up. Yeah, I know. I know. But I mean... It's it's frustrating because you know that there are good dudes out here. Because every time a cop pulls a gun on somebody and you watch it on on you know you you get that snapshot. I call it the novel, the novel uh, syndrome. And basically, what what I mean by that is you have a sentence in a book as big as Lord of the Rings, and you think you understand the entirety and all the nuances of the story when you only get one sentence. Exactly, you don't see the build up. No, you didn't see the guy shove the, the old lady into the country. Yes, yes, sir. Exactly why. Or the gun he threw in the bushes. Exactly. Before exactly. he ran off. And, you know, because he hit you, your your camera's all messed up and not taking good video. And then next mm -hmm. thing you know, 
he's dead. And so, what happened to your camera? Exactly, exactly. So it's like, and what's funny is people say, God, it's a hard job. It is. It's it's an it's impossible a very hard job. job. It yeah, really it's... is. I mean, like, no matter what you do, somebody's not going to be happy with you. No, exactly. Um, but it's funny when I when I see people online, they'll say, you know, cops are so brutal. And I'm like, oh, you should go back and look at policing back in the turn of the century. They would beat you to death with a blackjack. Oh, yes. <laughs> and they made extra money to do that. And then they throw you in jail and they wouldn't even book you. You'd just be sitting in there till the cop decided he was going to let you out. Or they had that back elevator they would take you up instead of the, the real oh, elevator. Yeah. They, they, you know, they use phone books. That, that stuff is real. It's, it's a hard job, but for every for every one bad cop, you know, you, they don't they don't show you the good stuff they do. So, and that, that's the thing. Yeah, and let's be honest too. Was he a bad cop or did he make a bad decision? Because everyone makes bad decisions. You can't point your finger at him and say, "Oh, I've never made a bad." Oh, yeah, decision. They're, they're not going to tell us that though. They're not. No. That that those those files got hidden right real quick when they when he made that mistake. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's usually what happens because. Yeah, it got racially motivated, and it caused all the riots, so this guy's going to pay the penalty for it. I mean, it's like the buffalo-headed guy. He went to jail for three years, I think, because he was part of an insurrection. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, it's frustrating. And I, I feel bad for the guys in blue. The, the men, I did. Women in blue. I really did. I have a hard job. Dude, it is a thankless job for the most part. And you're getting called. Can you imagine ah. me, me being a cop? I would go to jail the first day because I would just be like, okay, you got to stop talking. I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. My, my taser's not working. I promise you that. It's just <laughs> not left, working. I left, <laughs> it, it, in, I left it at I, home, damn it. I didn't charge it up. I'm yeah. sorry. So we yeah. got to use the thing that kills people. <laughs> yeah. I just, just, I mean, just the amount of adrenaline and stuff that goes through these people. Oh, no, and, mean, and, you know, you never see these. I wonder what their physicals look like because their hearts, they go through so much on every traffic stop because you just, you don't you know. never know. I, I mean, I've seen videos of old ladies run over cops' feet before because they don't want a ticket. I'm like, it's a lady and now your foot's broken. You're going to miss work, not get any pay. <sighs> big, big chubby lady. She's got, uh, she's big boned. And she didn't want to get out of her car. She's like, I'm not in a cop taster. That was the best, man. It's, yeah, I guess, I guess, you know, there's like, like I said, I grew up scared of them. I still don't like them because they have the ability to take your freedom away from you. Exactly. And it's all dependent upon the guy that's, that's pulling you over that has the authority to do it. And I've heard stories where, you know, uh guy just doesn't like the look on your face. And, you know, we've got black friends that go through a completely different scenario and they're scared for a whole different reason, especially living down here. You, you talk to them and you're just like, really? Oh my God. Oh yeah. You know? So oh, yeah. it's yeah. Okay. I'm done. Sorry. Anyway, session. Okay. Ne yeah. Next one. Next one. Next story. Okay. You know that you have effed up like really effed up when Muslims go, Hey Christians, do you want to, you want to? Yes. Yeah. We're going to band together. Like, like, how bad is your place when Muslims and Christians and other religions are like coming together to protest you? And it's uh, it's the Muslims in Canada, the million person march that's going to protest LGBT. I mean, like, 
the Crusades yeah, were Muslims against Christians, and now they're just like, yeah, we're gonna we're fighting this together because it's so yeah. woke and stuff. They just it's not about the it's not about the LGBT. It's about them being indoctrinizing kids. Exactly. It's about your kids. It's and, about and, your and, kids. and they're even letting them know the date they're gonna do the protest. They didn't Canadian. They don't get yeah. violent. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, and that's it's scary because Trudeau is a dictator and yes, nobody talks about it. Nobody he got booed at some world conference, like he was talking yeah, none of them liked him that he had some mark on his face the other day they they, they think they're saying he got beat up well him and his wife are going through a divorce so oh is that what it is his wife put hands on him <laughs> Probably. nobody likes you i don't like you <laughs> look at what you're doing in our country they're done with you <laughs> I, respect your, I respect your opinion and i'm glad that you feel proud to beat me like there's there's enough of this stuff going around that's just like that dude is like when those truck drivers though when those truck drivers went on protest, okay, they, they blocked their they blocked their ability to get paid. They took their money, their bank accounts. Oh, the bank accounts they froze them. Anybody that had anything to do with them, they were freezing their bank accounts. I do believe that's terrifying. But trust me, you don't want to take the Muslims' pay uh, bank accounts. There's people. I don't know oh. if you know this. Yes. Some of them have a really short temper. They'll blow up in public. I promise. Yeah. It's not well, pretty. And it's not that they want to. It's they're you know, it's a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Some about something about virgins. I'm not sure. Yes. Oh, yes. So I'm, I'm reading I'm reading the comments and they're so <laughs> they're they're attacking <laughs> they're attacking the Muslims. <laughs> Don't they sleep with goats? No. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's in this article. Oh, uh, it's it's funny though, because like people behind that can hide behind their BS and be you know hateful. Uh, but yeah, they're attacked, and it's. I think what they're doing is their hearts in the right place, and I. Oh I, yes, I, they I definitely are. Their hearts are in the right place. Uh, it's well, it doesn't matter what you are, what religion you are. It's about kids, man. Yeah. Stop teaching kids about that kind of stuff. I mean, well, I mean I'm not even sure teenagers I mean, are equipped to handle it. I mean, think about this. A kid can't even decide if he's had enough candy to eat when his belly's upset because he just wants to keep eating more. That's How can, what, yeah. I mean, they, they don't yeah. know. They don't know anything. That's why they need parents. And they need parents that have, you know, that have their best interests at heart. And that's what this is. I mean, dude, it's like forcing your kid to be religious. I think I don't ha I have a problem with that, too. But, you know, at least you get a sense of community with it. Uh, yes. You know, yeah. You get you get I mean, you're going to have you you're going to have that because that's family. You don't right. have, you know, as they get older, but they that's can, what they, they can that's, make their mind. mind well, that's what. That. Right. No. And but when the they schools, get older, the schools shouldn't mm -hmm. be teaching that if a family member, whether we agree with what the family member teaches them. If it's family teaching it, yes, but to be indoctrinated with something at a school, that's just wrong. Well, that's you what I was talking yeah. about. When I first moved here, they did a prayer over the loudspeaker. And mm -hmm. I was like, at the beginning of school, and I was like, is that allowed? And everyone's like, shh, bow your head. And I was like, no, I'm not going to. I never is weird. heard that. Yeah, they would read. Uh, I had Spanish. I think it was Spanish. And they would, uh, they would read Bible verse every morning. Uh, really? In my local school that I went to. Um, really? I didn't get that. 
no one really threw a fit. I just, it was weird because I'd never experienced that before. But, you know, that's the same thing. It's like, that's what I was talking about, about indoctrinating children into a religion. It's like, if you talk to a teenager and you say, this is what I believe, this is why I believe, you should come and check it out. And they come and check it out. You say, okay, right? But I'm not going to force you to believe my ideology. I mean, right. I don't know. A teenager should would have had to have had his parents' permission to go in the first place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just uh, I don't know. This this whole thing is is crazy because you know Canada's our neighbor, and I know a lot of Canadians. They're really good guys. Oh yeah, I've met a lot of nice Canadians. Yeah, I I honestly uh, this is going to be a little controversial. Uh, I blame Canada for everything wrong with the United States right now, and I think I wrote I wanted to write a letter to Trump and say you're building the wall on the wrong border. It needs to go across <laughs> the northern border and keep those Canucks out because they look like us, they sound like us. It's only when they say certain phrases you're like, you know, mm. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, they're they're filthy infiltrators so that their socialist ideology. <laughs> they got a population the size of LA, you know, over a massive, massive. Country. Oh yeah. Uh anyway, that's enough of that. I just thought that's funny. I'm like, because I was telling you, I was like, how bad is your place when the crew when the religions that hate each other, like, yeah, we're we're friends now. <laughs> exactly. They're tired of the of the BS. I mean, everybody's getting tired of it. It's, and the, the the good thing about it is it's, it's Canada. They're not going to act a fool. When Americans start getting tired of it, I don't see good things. I don't see good things happening. I think for the most part, most Americans are peaceful. I really do. I think most Americans are yeah, pretty. But when, you get, when you get 20 of the same people that think the same, then you got 40. Because they're going to call all their buddies. And it just escalates. It does. It does. But like they've had tons of protests like around here. We didn't have we had the Black Lives Matter protests and they didn't they didn't burn anything down. Well, I think they 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 threatened them all with the death. Well, the cops went through there and hit them with rubber bullets, too. And when it turned night, I'm not kidding. They rolled them up. They were like, it's dark. You're leaving. (laughs) Yeah, I I think I think they told them we're not going to have any 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 kind of BS. We're just going to. You got from such and such to such and such, and after that, the protest is over. I just, I just know that, like, if every protest turned violent, like, we would have no cities in America. So, oh yeah. Anyway, all right. Off of that crap, this is the last real good story I have because it just giggled. I giggled oh, like an yeah. idiot. A manager at a Pennsylvania Wendy's invented a fake employee <laughs> and pocketed wages of up to $20,000. This is genius. Yes. Absolutely genius. I'm like, I want to be a manager now because I'm going to have a whole restaurant full of fake employees. Oh, apparently, yes. Apparently that's fraud. Yes. But if she does the work, she should get paid for it, right? <laughs> but obviously, she, I don't think she was doing the work. Obviously not because she got caught. Yes. I mean, but that's actually really, really genius in my book. Like, oh, somebody needs to hire her and like just pick her brain. Uh, a former, she was a manager of a Wendy's. Uh, she could pocket the wages, charged with theft by deception. She created wow. a ghost employee named William Bright. That's a good name. Oh. Good name. 
who, who she clocked in and out <laughs> at the outlet she managed in Lancaster. Uh, that's where my family's from, Lancaster, yeah. PA. Uh, <laughs> Johnson kept up the scheme for close to a year, during which time she manually logged 128 shifts for the fake worker who was paid dang near $20,000. Wow. Well, I guess that's one way to get over inflation. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I could log a team route like that, but that no. that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just come in and you're haggard and you're like, I can't keep my eyes open. <laughs> Where's your partner? Oh, he, he went home. He went home for the day. He was tired too. You'd need those, uh, you'd need those truck stop, uh, special pills that they say. Yes. Hey, we had a guy do that at one of my other jobs. He used his buddy's log, and when they came in, they they asked him where his co-driver was. It didn't work. I think he tried to say he went home. It didn't work. Oh, that's just... (laughs) That's that's horrible. I I wouldn't want to do... I didn't want to do my job by myself, much less pretend to be somebody else. Yes, I agree. A whole bunch of extra work. Uh, okay, so last story. I'm gonna let you take this one. Uh, Are we gonna go with Barbie? Yes. Have so you good. have y'all noticed? You know, I would have never thought this, but there's a a certain person, Alex from Pop Culture Brain, seems to believe that Barbie and the Black Panther are one and the same, and it's so good. So it's good. it's so good because. Basically, their similarities only enhance each other and and don't diminish them in the slightest. It's like, it's Black Panther for white people. Or white women, I should say. I mean, if, if, you, if you think about it. It's, I watched this video <laughs> breakdown and it was like scene for scene. I was just like, oh no, it really is. Oh yes. You know, there's a, there's a secret realm in the Barbie movie. A secret realm in Wakanda. <laughs> so somebody somebody posted somebody posted Black Panther. It's Black Barbie is Black Panther for white bitches. <laughs> yes. I was trying to be nice and just say white women. <laughs> yeah, there goes our clean rating on yeah, yeah, no. Lives in a it's secret a- land full of magic and powerful people. The room has, has been secluded from the rest of the world. <laughs> just like Black Panther. I'm a Wakandan girl in a Wakandan world. Life in vibranium. It's fantastic. (laughs) These people. Okay. So here's a funny thing. So you remember I was talking to you about a new Blade movie. Yes. That that actually looks pretty good. Thing. When they actually released what the script was going to be, do you know they just copied uh, Underworld with Kate Beckinsale? No, I haven't seen that. They copied it plot for plot and thought nobody would figure it out. That's why it got canceled and delayed because they were they were actually I think getting ready to start shooting and somebody goes, "Hey, I think I've seen this movie." <laughs> wow! Oh, after leaving it in, oh, you've got to be kidding me! I just dumped my coffee. Perfect. Um. So and then they have the the Ken, I guess. Uh, yes, trying to make the world better. Yes. yes, he's the outsider trying to make the world better. Oh, that is so it's good. Just like that Black was, Panther. That, yeah, that I cannot believe that that actually is. A, and when when I watched it, they had they played uh, 
both videos one on top of the other in the the, the video that i saw and i was yes. just sitting there like oh that's too good and he breaks it down oh yeah there's only certain modes of transportation to get into the barbie world just like in wakanda mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's just good man that is just yeah, well, it's I classic. I mean, but you know, they, is it, they, is they, it did they copy it? Because you know, it's it's the lack of creativity is flowing through Hollywood right now. I mean, it's me and you've been talking about it for years. It's like even when they put out a new franchise, it's really not new because they're copying other stuff. Exactly. I mean, supposedly there's only certain. Somebody was trying to say there's only seven, seven, six different ways to make a movie, and they all kind of copy each other. Yes. I don't know if that's true. I, think I mean, your plot was... lines—it's the hero's journey, right? Like, right. But it's a—it's character development. I think that. Yes, makes... I think you need that. And I think most of what's going on in Hollywood is spectacle. There's no substance. It's like those white women you see with the fake lips, and it's like she looks okay. But then you, she opens her mouth, and you're like, "Oh, it sounds like a dolphin screeching." You're like, "Oh, you're an idiot." Okay, I'm going away. <laughs> I don't know why that popped into my head, just random. But yeah, no substance. So we yes. got to talking about this, and it led us to kind of our little discussion. Like, what happened to comedy? Like, there's no comedies. There no hasn't good been a good, no, there's not been anything that because I think everyone's too afraid to get canceled for one. But I could not find a hilarious comedy that came out in the last 10 years, except maybe Tucker and Dale. That one's oh, pretty that funny. One. Yeah, that one's not gonna hit for everybody. <laughs> no, it's not. It it but most comedies don't like the jerk. Not everyone's gonna like that either. I'm looking up uh comedies. The last ten years. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple. I mean, Game Night was okay. Never saw it. Yeah, there. Well, there was the Nice Guys. Uh, is that a comedy? It is a comedy? That movie is a comedy. Yeah. And then there were some. There were some really dog movies that were supposed to be comedies, but. Game night was okay. I enjoyed that. I, I guess I, I liked the movie The Nice Guys with Russell Crowe. And yes. I, but funny? I mean, I, I guess. It had it's some more, funny parts in it. This is more yeah. of a cop drama buddy cop movie. Um, yes. 20, what, 21 Jump Street. Because we crossed a threshold at some point where you had the subtle comedy that like you could take the kids and watch the movie, the Richard Pryor, Gene Wilder movies. And the kids wouldn't get it, but the adults would crack up laughing. Oh, yes. We crossed the line, and now it's just vulgar is funny. And I think that started around super bad. And I, I think we both hate that movie. That I movie's can't. terrible. I mean. Yeah. I'm just looking, I guess. I guess that was considered a crime drama, a crime comedy. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they've tried to do all kinds of comedies, like Sausage Party. That was terrible. Well, it's because it's got Seth Rogen in it. Uh, I mean, well, I, uh, it's true, too. He's, to me, not funny. Um, no. And everyone loves him. Oh, 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 weed, weed. That's all he does. Weed I mean, he, the movie 40-Year-Old Virgin, I loved it. His part was so small, but that's all he did was, he just was a weed man. Yeah. 
like I'm looking at these and this is the last 10 years that I'm looking at. And I mean, Deadpool, Deadpool's on there. Um, Tucker and Dale is on there. They've got stuff like the Kingsman on here. That is not a, it's not comedy, a comedy at all. Meet the Millers. I guess that one. Where the that Millers. one was a callers. That was comedy. That's 2013. That's yeah, 2013. that's barely so that's 10 years. Barely 10 years, but it was okay. It had its moments. Um, uh, man, Blockers was it was okay. What was it? Blockers. It's actually probably called Cock Blockers because it's got a picture of a. Oh, okay. Of a rooster in front of it. That was a good comedy. Uh, it was okay. It was different. And I mean, let's be honest. Comedy is kind of like everything else. It's subjective. What I find funny is going to be different than what you find funny. Not always, but. But the great. But, but years ago, I mean, it was like it's like it, it's like at the football games. If you were some good football game on, you got around the water cooler and did you see Monday Night Football? Right. Comedies were the same way. You you know. You, People be like, "Have you seen? Have you seen?" But no, there's not any of that anymore because nothing's really funny anymore. No, because every weekend I'll pull up. Now, now, granted, the writer strike has had an impact on it, but yeah, I but start... that just started, and we're still not getting anything. No, and the stuff that has come out, I'm like, dude, it's just awful. Like the stuff that's supposed to make you like that She-Hulk show. I tried to watch that. Uh, it was awful. I mean, it it's was, one of, honestly oh. one of the worst things. Of course, you know, they say, well, it's not made for you. But, well, that's your problem. You're not making movies for anyone at this no, point. No, it's terrible. I mean, Ooh. you love the Big Bang Theory. Yes, Big Bang Theory. But that's that's been gone, what, five years now? Yeah. It's been gone a while. It's just, like, I didn't really care for the movie Ted with the bear and Mark Wahlberg. I mean, it was okay. It had moments. Jumanji was all right. Me and the kids. Jumanji were. was okay. Jumanji was good. But you know what you're going to get when you put the rock in it and, and Kevin Hart. Yeah. And Kevin Hart. I don't know, man. Probably Deadpool's probably the funniest thing to have come out in the last 10 years. Because that movie, that first Deadpool movie, oh, it was great. I, I'll rewatch it. It is hilarious. Oh, just yes. Crap, man. The baby hand. <laughs> he puts his cross on. Movie's <laughs> just—it's solid, man. It's a good yeah. story too. Yes, and it had action, so I guess it would be a considered an action comedy, right? Yes. I mean, they tried to make one. I mean, <sighs> so well, this got us to talking about it this week, and I said, "What are your top ten comedies? Let's go through it." Let's give somebody, let's give people a recommendation to like go check out. We'd love to hear yours too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we picked, you got to remember, we grew up with different comedies than, than a lot of the younger generation. I mean, they didn't get to see any good comedies, they didn't get to see different strokes. Or, heck, I know Bill Cosby was bad, but nobody got, nobody this day and age got to see Bill Cosby. No, that was a great the show. Cosby show, was a great show. Bill Cosby uh, himself was the very first stand-up I ever watched. And when he oh, talks yes. about going to the dentist, I remember as a young kid crying, laughing. Oh, it was great. I mean, nobody... And granted, you know, so our our skin's a little thicker than some of the young younger generation because we got to see the Honeymooners. No. Yeah. 
I mean, up one punch, you're going to the moon. Oh yeah, now you threaten to now you threaten on TV to beat your wife, and that show's getting canceled. I mean, we had Rose, he, but but we grew up black and white TV was still around. Oh yes, I, I think we talked about it. We both had black and white. TV. Oh, I did. I did buy my own black and white TV. As a matter of fact, <laughs> everything was black and white to me. <laughs> yes, me too. Me too. Even the price yeah. is right. Yes. Yes. But I you mean, had, we, well, I mean, we had the vaudeville comedians, and you could they would still play the old stuff. Like, oh Abbott yes, hello. I saw uh, Laurel and Hardy movies when I was a kid. Oh yes, the Three Stooges were on every weekend, and I would oh, sit every morning, yeah. every morning, Saturday morning. Three Stooges. That had me in tears when I was a kid. Um, but see, we grew up with comedy i mean because it was from vaudeville to tv and we got a lot of those old ones i mean bob hope i knew who that was with oh bob hope oh yeah and then every year you got the bob hope christmas special where he would go would hit where he would go overseas and visit uh the u.s visit the troops for christmas and you watch that that was live every year i mean that was comedy and you had you had the rat pack we got to oh yeah jerry lewis steve martin Sammy Davis Jr. Don Rickles. I, oh, that I got, man right there. Yeah, he's lucky he's funny because he would have been in a hole somewhere. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> They'd have been looking for him. <laughs> Don who? Yeah. Uh, now, granted, not all of this is for everyone, but like you had, I mean, you had all these comedic actors like uh, Tim Conway. He does a bit. If you do yourself a service and look up Tim Conway, the dentist sketch, and he's doing it with Harvey Corman. It's on the old Carol Burnett show. It's not very long, but he's a rookie dentist trying to take out Harvey Corman's tooth. And Harvey is dying laughing. He's not supposed to be, but he's dying because Tim is that funny. And it's all just slapstick and silly, but it was, it's still funny to this day. You should look it up on YouTube. But we grew up with all that. There's nothing now. When we go through and look at stuff, it's just, it's all serious or it's copy and paste. It's, just, I mean, I guess you could say YouTube, there's a lot of funny. I hear my son laughing all the time. Oh, yeah. And those Don Rose roasts where Don Rickles was the roast, uh, when he was roasting people, oh, he was, I, I don't know how people didn't cry because he did not. Well, they were drunk. They had to be. Oh. <laughs> oh, Don Rickles, I do believe he was a lush. Yeah. He he hurt a lot of people's feelings, I guarantee you. Oh, yes. I mean, some of his stories. I mean, then you then you go from those guys, and then you get you get Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy. Uh, oh, Eddie Murphy couldn't perform on stage right now. Oh, hey, God, no. Oh, God, no. He, it didn't matter. He was. Oh. You'd owe it to yourself if you're a young person to listen to Eddie Murphy raw and delirious. Uh, both of them. Are... You need to watch them back to back. Just take yeah. out four hours of your night. You got nothing else to do. I think they're only an hour. I think they're only an hour, so two hours. I think they're they, only about an hour. I thought they were. I thought they were longer than that. No, I'm pretty sure it's just an hour, but I could be wrong. But um, yeah. So we grew up with stand-up because that was kind of a thing. They could televise stand-up when we were kids. So you would get these stand-up performances. I mean, that's how I learned who Rosie O'Donnell was. Um, Ellen DeGeneres used to be a stand-up comedian. Oh, she was great. Yeah. Uh, 
Bill Maher was in that group with um, oh, the guy that made this uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Like all these people that went on to have, you know, TV or movie roles later on started off in stand-up comedy and not Saturday Night Live. Uh, no. That, that Saturday show. Night Rot Live made some, they had some good comedy, but I mean, That's not great. great. He yeah. started that at like 18, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Oh, yes. David Spade was. <laughs> yeah. But there's nothing really out there like that now. I mean, I can't think of anything. And I go looking for funny stuff. Now you gotta you gotta watch you gotta watch YouTube. Yeah. That's it. That's you gotta find them though. Where do you you know what I'm saying? You gotta know yes. somebody's got to have found it first and sent it to you because there's no like comedy button. And I mean we grew up with so we grew up with the vaudeville guys. We grew up with those guys. Then then we got our guys, which were, you know, uh Robin Williams. Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor. We grew up with all those guys. And then you you we even made it to Bill Burr and Joe Rogan and some of those guys that are that are killers. They're hilarious. And now it's like it's a ghost town. You you have to really know the guy. Like Schultz is probably the only one I can think of right now. Oh, yes. And a lot of people don't even know about Schultz. It's like they don't talk about him. Andrew and if they don't Schultz. know Schultz, then they they don't know comedy. Because that man is bringing it back to life. And he does not pull his punches. And no, don't sit in the front row. I'm no. going to tell you all now, if, 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 you, if you go see Schultz and you have thin skin, make sure that you buy your tickets in the back. And that still might not save you. That still might not save you. He's got no problem going to the back of the crowd. That whole bit that he does about going to the, uh, going to the women's marches, Oh. oh my goodness! Well, heck, he—that one, that one—he even got the uh, one of the servers. Was that you in the bathroom? Mm. Was that you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good man. He's really good. He's well, there's, great. There's some other guys coming up. I mean, I've seen a lot of Matt Rife. Uh, yes, I like him. And there's a—I can't remember his name, Barbados or something like that, out of Texas. He's—he's he's got funny stuff. Ralph, I think. I well, no, and, then, and then you got the guy from Tennessee, the, the redneck from Tennessee, uh, with the long uh, hair. Uh, I well, I, yeah, we were just talking about him. I listened to his podcast with Joe Rogan the other day, and I'm just Theo, drawing a blank. Theo Vaughn. Yes, he's from Tennessee. Yes, sir. I thought he was from Louisiana. He's from Tennessee. No, Tennessee. I he's hope. he's weird to me. That guy, like the I, way his mind I, works. I'm like, is he kidding or is he really autistic? Well, he he admits to doing cocaine, so I think he's still he's still baked. Yes, I think he's still detoxing. I think he's still hooked up a little bit. Some residual—that's the word, residual. He's still on a residual high. (laughs) I I don't know. I I've I've listened. Some of his stuff is just dropped as hilarious, but he's kind of like. He has to have somebody to play off of. He does a call-in show where people call in for advice, I think. I do believe so. Uh, yes, he's got a, a podcast with somebody. I can't well, he, remember. I thought he was doing one with uh, Brendan Schaub, and that guy's the most toxic guy and I think, all of podcastdom. That guy, he smells his own farts. Yes. Well, you know, we were talking about comedy. Yeah, I was, a friend of mine was telling me, you know, like you said, that all comedy's different, but... She's a huge Steve Martin fan. 
and you know, Steve Martin is a, a very hit or miss type of guy, you know. I if, never, if, if I the never jerk, really, you know, yeah. the jerk didn't really get me, but then he did a movie with Queen Latifah where she just got out of jail, and that oh, movie, I loved it. That movie was great, and then then he does movies with kids, and he doesn't even have kids. And well, I looked up comedians, and one that I I liked listening to him talk, but he never really got me was Dave Chappelle. Um, I love Chappelle. His some of his stuff is funny, but it's just like him having a conversation, and it just I didn't watch the Dave Chappelle show. I, mean, I, I, I didn't like the Chappelle show, but I like his stand up. Bill Burr. No, uh, oh, that man is great. Kills me. Uh, he's he's up there with the best to me. I, is, I like him even more than Schultz. Yeah, I do too. Because he goes into the he goes into some dark territory. Oh, he does. Oh, he does. <laughs> if he was the king, he'd buy a sub and he'd put them all <laughs> on a cruise ship and just like they'd be up there and just light them up. And he goes, "Look, I'm creating jobs." <laughs> <laughs> You'll thank me when you get in third gear on the highway finally in Los yeah. Angeles. You haven't seen third gear in 20 years. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, did you hear their iron down at the plant? <laughs> hey, maybe we could take a vacation together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So one of the guys, he's not new, but he's new to me, was Nate Bergazzi, uh, the Tennessee kid. I like his stuff. He's clean. He's a clean comedian, but he's got some funny stuff. I have not heard him. I'm going to have to look into him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got uh, specials on, I think, Amazon Prime. It's it's on Netflix. Um, like, I don't know. A lot of these guys is just not my because it's like I said, comedy is subjective. And if you want to watch somebody that's going to hurt your feelings and, and find the thing that you call a sacred cow. Oh, I see. Anthony Jesselnik. You can watch him. Oh, he's like, oh, you like that? Here, let me dissect it. <laughs> he's, he's, he's brutal. Um, like, there's a lot of people that you just have to find your particular comedian. Because um, a lot of these guys, I just don't. I don't know. Daniel Tosh is one of my all-time favorites. Oh, Tosh 2.0. So he put out a tweet early on. It was uh, he would Tosh to uh, Tosh point oh. Uh, he put out on Twitter. I thought he went to two point oh. I'm sorry. Well, maybe he did. I don't know. I was just saying it's back when it was Tosh point oh. Um, and he put on there, and I can't remember. It was like season three or two, and he says, "Get roast me, and if you have the best roast, I'll put you up on the show." So I take to Twitter, and. If you watch the first season and then go to subsequent seasons, you see something amazing about Tosh. His hairline gets bigger. Like he's using something because he was going bald in the first one. And then by the time you get to season three, he's got a flood of hair. So I, I put on there, boo, I scare something like that. I said, I said, I what's scary is the fact that your hair, your hair loss is going in reverse or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was expecting him to block me, but he didn't. So uh, it was something. It was really hateful. I can't remember exactly what I said, but yeah, yeah, I went after. He him. was pretty. He was pretty edgy, even for being on Comedy Central. He was pretty edgy. I mean, he the, he pushed the line. Yeah, he pushed the line. As I mean, he was towing that line to where one wrong 
syllable and he was falling over. <laughs> he was yeah. close. Absolutely. Well, I mean, he he's another one. He wouldn't make it in today's age. Like no, yes. I mean, you could tell some of them are pulling back. I mean, and some I, of them are not. No, they're not. I'll tell you. They're I'll tell not. you the comedians that I never understood. I mean, I guess they're okay. Which is their blue com blue collar comedy tour? I never liked Jeff Foxworthy. I, I mean, he got so dang big, dude. I just never got because he big. hits because some of that stuff hits close to home. I mean, there's one he says, "You know, you're a redneck when you got all your all your China's got is it is it a the race car driver on it, Tom Petty on it, or?" Something like that. And you know all those collectibles. Everybody collects stuff. But some of that stuff hits close to home. So I'm not a well, that's the, well, that's his audience, you know. I mean, Bill Ingvall was okay. He had some bits that were pretty good. Uh, Ron White was Ron White's good. the best. He was the best one. He was like the rock star of that group. Anyone that could sit around and smoke smoke a fat cigar and drink scotch the whole show when he's getting wasted just gets better and better <laughs> absolutely but like well you I, know, I mean we grew people up today don't even we got we had we grew up with george carlin i guess come yeah. on now people these kids are never gonna hear george carlin because no. their parents aren't gonna let them listen to george carlin mm -mm. and he started off if you watch he started off in the 50s as a clean actor like yes he was very clean Yes. And he came out with the five words you can't say. <laughs> <laughs> Some of his observations were just really on point and really good. And he was saying and before his time. Yes. And and saying things about government and the hypocrisy that, that we're seeing today that he was talking about in the eighties. Yes. Yes. I don't know. He's he was he was classic. Um Mark Marin was the guy I was trying to think of the other day. The Mark Marin. Yeah. I do not like that guy. He gets yes. on my last nerve. And it's funny because everyone's got their guy. It's, but, you know, that's just comedians. But when we were kids, you had, what was that? Comedy aid, something like that. Uh, where it was Billy Crystal, Whoopi Goldberg, and Robin yes. Williams. Hosted. Yes. Farm aid. Was it farm aid? Was it farm aid? I think so. And it, I think and it was just, it was like a night and they did a basically a fundraiser um it was hilarious you got to see all kinds of new comedians and crap and like there's nothing like that we had the carol burnett show oh yes oh some of those were really really funny they actually spun off into tv shows and it's just like where's all this now it's like i guess we don't we're in a place where funny doesn't exist anymore which is sad it really is sad well i mean Laughter is supposedly the best medicine, and and, well, and you got to hurt unless you got cancer, then probably not. Well, yeah, but I mean, it still it still takes your mind off of things. Oh, okay. you're right; it was called comic relief. Yeah. Okay. Because I I used to try it like I would go I'd plan when that was coming out. We didn't have HBO, and I think it was on HBO, so I'd always go to my buddy and go. I'm coming over to your house and I'm going to sit there all day. And he goes, okay. And his mom knew, Oh, is it on? Yep. It's on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Billy Crystal didn't do anything that he didn't get paid for. No. That's a guarantee. I think that's why they quit doing the Academy Awards because they couldn't afford him anymore. Oh, that's right. I forgot he hosted that. <laughs> yeah. He hosted that. I don't know. 
like, I mean, I, I like it, seemed like 50 years straight. I don't know. I completely forgot about that. That's yeah. right. I never watched that. Or maybe he got too edgy. I never watched Academy Awards, but maybe he got too edgy and they took him off or I, I don't know. They just, people just got tired of seeing the old guy. It's like, we're multimillionaires. We're having a party for us. We vote for each other and you get to watch it. Like, <laughs> F off. I'm not wasting my night watching that crap. Did you see? Did you see that that movie got, I could care less because it's probably bad. Oh, Most yeah. of the movies that get the awards, not all the time, because Lord of the Rings won a lot of stuff. Um, yes, it did, but it did not best movie. It not it like <laughs> it's always some art piece with some girl walking around with a cucumber talking to it, and it's like so avant garde. No, it's not it's stupid. She's got depression, and she's on seventeen different anti-depression medicines, and her personality. Yes. Fighting on who gets to eat the cucumber. Such a work of art. <laughs> exactly. She didn't know who she was when she was on TV in the first place. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh. Uh, I but, mean, well, we got South Park. South Park is. Yeah, a- South Park. You still got you and you and you and you, and you still got uh, oh, the yellow guy. Uh, oh, the Simpsons. The Simpsons are still, they're running strong. What, golly, was it? 30 years, 40 years. Still I, I do believe they're still making Simpson episodes. Yes. I do believe so. It's the longest it. running sit, sitcom ever, I do believe. 1989. Yeah, I remember it came off of, so there was a, uh, a variety show. Yes, sir. Called. I just forgot it. <laughs> just forgot it. Oh, my God. And I was going to bring it up to look smart. Oh yes, you God. were, because you told me about it. No, I can't I remember. Oh, uh, the, the, the Tracy Ullman show. The Tracy, the Tracy Ullman, Ullman show. show. Yes, not ready. And it was like a bumper in between skits, and the Simpsons were out. And I think the first one was Homer choking Bart. Boy, you little. And the voices don't sound like what you're used to now. No, no. It kept, it kept the entirety, pretty much of the entire cast the whole time. I believe which so. Which is amazing. I mean, come on, you go into a booth, like everyone goes, that would be so easy. Yeah, you try starting a podcast and coming up with crap to say. As, as, a matter of fa- as a matter of fact, for you Simpson fans, episode season 35 premieres October 1st. Just so y'all know, if y'all want to make sure y'all are caught up. 35 seasons. Yes, 35 years. It's crazy. How long has South Park been on? Uh, South Park came out in the late 90s, so... And they've even gone to where they've got it started in 1997. Oh wow! So it's yeah. So wow. it's 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 you know eight years later. Yeah, 1997, uh, 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And they did that that Book of Mormon one is if you ever there's only a handful of uh, of uh, South Park episodes I recommend. The Book of Mormon one is hilarious, which spawned the play, which is also fantastic. Because uh, it just makes fun of the Mormons. It's just, it's like, but I mean, if you learn about their religion, it's kind of worth getting poked holes in. It's pretty bad. Um, the one where Cartman joined the Special Olympics is another great one. Timmy, uh, the I forget his name, the one with the crutches. He starts taking steroids. Oh, it's so good. So good. And then there's yeah. the one with Paris Hilton where her dog keeps blowing its brains out because it has to listen to her. Yes, I've seen clips of that. That was great. That, that was one great. Is 
raunchy as all get out. Yes, I see. South Park pushes the limits that the Simpsons do not. I think I think what they said, and I could be wrong, but I believe they said they wanted to make a show because all the Hollywood people just pat each other on the back and bragged each other. They wanted to make a show making fun of those people. Yes. And I think they've done a good job I, because I think... Team America made fun of them. <laughs> Field Actors Guild, which you can figure out the acronym to that. And now you see people talking about the actor strike going, going to the Field Actors Guild. And I'm like, that's not what it's called. No, it is called at all, but to go ahead. But I saw one a meme today that says they've been on strike for how long and we're not missing a single thing. <laughs> nope. Nope. So let's let's just get let's break down. Uh not break down, but let's let's uh give them something that we we think is uh, worth a watch. All right. I'll give you my top ten. My okay. top ten comedy movies. Yeah. I, I had to change it up. I'm gonna go with number ten is the change up. With oh, uh, oh yeah, Jason Bateman and uh, uh, why am I drawing oh, a blank? Oh. Yes, I told you to watch this a while back. Yeah, it's yeah. the uh, why am I drawing a blank? Well, I'm looking uh, it up. Yes. Do 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 Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yes, Jason Bateman. Ryan Reynolds. Where they change, change places. Great movie. Great movie. Okay. And then I'm yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's. I'm I, to see, when did that come out? 2012 okay so 11 years old right before yeah. comedy died okay yes sir yes sir like we said it's been past 10 years and then i'm gonna go with an oldie but goodie with number nine the national lampoon's christmas vacation <laughs> that's a classic that's a classic i mean he got chevy chase you can't go wrong with chevy chase so yeah rebecca what was her name the the hit the, his wife I'm looking. Uh, Beverly D'Angelo. Beverly D'Angelo. God, 1989. Yes. That it's it's a classic. Like <laughs> Randy Quaid dumping his stuff down into the uh, the water drain, and he's oh. standing outside in his in his bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> hanging open his tidy white. Yes, yes, hey. smoking a cigar. Randy Quaid is so underrated. With his yes, stuff. he he's is. So good at it. And, and you think, know. His, closer to who he is <laughs> uh, I think so you know his 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 politics have really killed his uh acting career because he's very very conspiracy theorist oh see I yeah know he that. is a very big conspiracy theorist if you want a funny a funny follow on on Twitter you follow Randy Quaid <laughs> okay you I'm gonna follow, have to go look yeah up. follow Randy Quaid he's he he does some different things. Now, his brother had a video circulating where he was pulling a prank on some of the production staff where he was acting like a pretentious a-hole and he was screaming at the production staff. Well, it went around and he had to get a top of it because everyone was like, look at him. He's such a jackass. And it was a joke. And he was like, it was just a joke. I was like, oh, man, I believed it when I first saw him. Like, wow, he's a jerk. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. But for okay. number, Go ahead. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. For number eight, I'm gonna go with The Hangover. I I I know you are not a big fan. Nope. But just the whole crew from Zach Galifianakis, Bradley Cooper. I mean, it's even got cameo appearances from Mike Epps in it. It's just it's just a, a, I think an all around Mike Tyson. I 
Ken Jong is what made the movie when he jumps out naked out of the back out of the back of the car just makes the movie. It's still Mike Tyson's Tiger. It's just it's just great movie. It's just a great movie to me. I mean, yeah, I mean that's what I said. Comedy, like everything, is subjective. Uh, I I didn't enjoy it that much because um, I'm not a real big fan of the bearded guy. Uh, yeah, Galifian. Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, I, he's got moments where he's funny. He's just awkward, and I know that's where the funny lies. But I just don't care for the guy. All right, what's your what's your next one? Anchorman. That's a good. One. We talked about this the other day. I mean. And I can't stand the main actor. I We're, do not like him. But then everybody in the movie was just, I mean, they, it, it was, was so just, good. Yes. Just, yeah, you can't go wrong. Scotch, scotch, scotch. I love scotch. <laughs> loud noises. I'm making loud noises. <laughs> yes. So yes. Will Ferrell is like one of my least funny guys i've ever seen and people will love it like like otis is all the time going elf is one of the greatest movies ever i have yet to be able to sit through that i just I, can't do it I, I i actually enjoy elf i'm sorry no it's fine it's not yeah. it's not wrong that you like it it's just i don't like it but it's only good to watch maybe one year maybe once a year but because you know they play it all christmas season long uh. But yeah, that's a good one. That is a good yeah, one. Anchorman, yeah. Legend of Ron Burgundy. Yes, sir. Then I'm gonna go at number six with the forty year old virgin. And I know it has our buddy in it, but it's a very short role. And this but guy, who's who's the Steve Carell, and he was in Anchorman. That's right. He's your he's your one, your buddy where he hears voices. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Paul Rudd's in it. And I love Paul Rudd. He's that movie that he does with uh, the guy from. Uh, yes. Role models. The movie. Yes, role, role models. models is a great. I don't have it in my list. And I couldn't make room for it in my list, but role models is a great movie. The way he talks to that little kid. Yes. Little black kid. Yes. Yes. And number five, I'm going to go with Tommy Boy. I. I I, I love Tommy Boy. I know you're not a fan. <laughs> no, at all. Which ones do you like? I hate every one of those. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Tommy Boy, I, I don't know what it is, but that stupid comedy like that, that that one gets me going with him and David Spade when uh, you know he does Fat Boy in Little Coat. It's just Chris Fat Farmer. Guy in Little Coat, yes. I live in a van down by the rivers is only Saturday Night Live gig that I actually enjoyed. I don't. He 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 missed me because that was I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just never really got into Chris Farley. But I mean it had Dan Aykroyd, Brian Dennehy in it, Bo Derek, you know, it it was a it was a good movie. David Spade, he's a little overrated in my opinion, but he's good when he's got a good cast. I think there's guys like him. Uh, what's the other guy? Uh, there's something about Mary. Um, oh gosh, dang it, man, my mind. Oh, that's yes. I don't know. That's because we talk about so much uh, stuff. The the main actor for that, uh, 
Ben Stiller. Ben yes, Stiller. Ben Stiller. He's, Not, it depends on the cast. It does. It really does. And it's the same thing with uh, David Spade because he's done some stuff that is hilarious. But it's oh, yes. he's the straight guy. Like Ben Stiller being the straight guy with chaos around him is fantastic. Yes, yes. At number, at number four, I'm going with an oldie but goodie. I'm going with everything else, cop. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah, Eddie I'm going. Murphy. I'm going with Beverly Hills Cop. I have to. It's. I mean. It's Eddie, Eddie Murphy and Judge Reinhold. Yes. I forgot he's in that. Judge Reinhold. Yes. He was kind of a big deal back in the eighties. Oh um, yes, he was. Yes, he I was. was. Thinking this was, is the with him and uh, not Nick Cage. Who's the guy that? Not Beverly Hills Cop. The other one that Eddie Murphy was big in. Um, gosh, dang it! I forgot Judge Reinhold was in this. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch this. Um, yes, but he did that movie where he's sitting on the bus. He's a cop, and the cop or he's Eddie Murphy plays a convict, and the cop needs him. Oh, life! No, 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 no not life. No, uh, that was a great movie with him and Martin Lawrence. Oh, that movie was great. You gonna uh, eat? Forty-eight your... hours. Oh yes, with Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte, that's what I was trying yes, to say. Great movie. That's the one I was getting confused for. Eddie Murphy's got some just amazing movies, dude. Oh gosh, yes. I mean, we could go through those. I mean, we could just I, do a show on Eddie I, Murphy, man. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> but on uh, that forty-eight hours, I never forget. It's the first time I ever heard a police song. Roxanne. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the bus, singing as loud as he could. Yes, because he had this had a had a Walkman in. Had a Walkman in. Yes, sir. Y'all don't know what a Walkman is. Takes four AA batteries to play your cassette tapes. Might make it through the whole cassette tape. You might. If and that's if the tape day didn't get eaten. Wow, dude. (laughs) Had to put your pencil in it and spin it. Yes. Yeah. You can tell when your song starts going. (laughs) No, no, don't eat my tape. Yes, because you knew it was fixed to eat your tape. Yeah, and if you wanted to hear the song again, you had to get real good at rewind and stop. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, you had to. Is this the right time? Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. Some of my favorite movies have Eddie Murphy, though. I can't remember the name of it when he's playing the the whole big family. I forget what it's called. But he plays the grandma. Yeah, yes, yes. Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. She's like, won't you come over here? You come over here, you're going to limp back. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, I know you got one of his movies in yours, so I do, I do, yes, sir. So with number three, I'm gonna go with another Eddie Murphy movie, and I'm gonna go with Boomerang. This is one of my favorites. Still have to see that. I've never. It's seen one that I, I mean, this is the one that gave me my my love for Halle Berry, and my wife can't hear me, thank God, because I do have an infatuation with Halle Berry, and this is the one that started that. I mean, you had Eddie Murphy, Robin Givens, David Allen Greer, which oh. a show we didn't get to talk enough about. We didn't even talk about in Living Color about the comedy that that started off. No, no, that yes. yeah, that's... in Living Color, y'all. If y'all don't haven't watched in Living Color, and I'm sorry, but it, it gave everybody a start from David oh, Allen Greer. Homie, don't play that. Yes, homie, don't play that. <laughs> Yeah. Ghetto Clown was so good. Yes. Fire Marshal Bill. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That got the, that got what's his face started. Yes, uh, it did. And one of your movies. We'll talk about him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, this this movie this movie to me had it all. Martin Lawrence was in this movie. Oh, he's uh, yes, Martin Lawrence. As Chris Rock was in this movie. He played. Hey, John Witherspoon was in this movie. Hey, yes. This is a successful executive and womanizer finds his lifestyle choices have turned back on him when his new female boss turns out to be an even bigger deviant. Okay, oh, yeah. now I watch it. Oh yeah, he actually gets a, a girl in bed. Her name is Layla Rashawn, and you'll remember Layla oh, yeah. Rashawn. Looking at it right now, she's beautiful. Yes, and if you think about it, one of your movies, she's in it. She plays Sunshine. Yes. Yes, and he pulls the covers back, and her toes are hammer time, and he falls out of the bed. <laughs> he, looks he pulls the covers back, and her toes are, and he just falls out of the bed. <laughs> I just watched last night for the first time in probably twenty years. I just watched "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker," and I laughed until my sides hurt. And that is uh, 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 one of the Wayans brothers, right? It is. It is. Uh, yes. Can't remember his name. Damon Wayans. No, that's the brother. That's the. It's Marlon, it, or no? Marlin. It's Keenan Ivory Wayans. I'm sorry, it's Keenan Ivory. Is that right? I've got to look it up. I think you're right. Keenan Ivory Wayans. Yes, okay. sir. Yeah, they were the ones. The Wayans brothers were the ones that made that uh, in Living Color. Yes, sir. That was a Wayans brothers production. Heck, and heck, and as a matter of fact. Uh wow, Steve James is in this movie. If you remember him, that's Kung Fu Joe. You remember him yes, from uh I do. he was in uh the Kung Fu movies. Uh what were those? Uh uh, uh American Ninja. Oh, that's right. <laughs> those movies were so bad. They're oh. so they're not even you can't watch them now. They're so bad. <laughs> I'm telling man had Isaac Hayes, which most people wouldn't know him, but he was chef on uh South Park. And yes, Jim Brown. Yeah. Jim Isaac Brown. Hayes is a, Isaac Hayes is a singer. Yeah, right? but he, yeah, yeah, he, he did all those love songs. Yes, back, yes. Back, 60s or 70s. Yes, Kadeem Hardison. Jim Brown. Jim Brown, the football players in this? Yes, yes that's him. Yes, sir. And Antonio Fargus plays the pimp. <laughs> I'm going to do a little song for you. I'm going to do a little. Uh, oh, I remember him. Yeah. I have my money. Come yes. <laughs> He walks out of prison with the platform shoes with goldfish in it. Everybody starts mocking him. Oh, it's so good. So good. All right, go on. All Sorry right. to me. My number, my number two movies is one I can watch. It doesn't matter if it's 10 minutes left in it, 20 minutes left in it. I'm watching Grown Ups with the ad. It's an Adam Sandler movie. But it's not your typical Adam Sandler movie where he's yeah I, you know one of my other ones i wanted to put in here was Waterboy, but i love grown up so much it's just the cast of characters kevin james chris rock david spade which like we said earlier if he's got the right cast he's great it's got rob snyder in it steve buscemi <laughs> anything he touches is golden Suppose so. He did. He did a real dark comedy. Uh, Steve Bush did, and I'll never forget it because his mom dies, and this weird salesman comes along, and so he basically re re uh, reanimates his mother because he's a mama's boy, and his mom starts going around the neighborhood, killing everybody. She starts with cats and bugs, and he's like, "Mom, you can't do that." She's like, "I made a pie." Oh, uh, dude, that movie's so good. It's bad. 
but the it's dead good. don't die. Uh, I'm looking up real yeah. quick. How do you spell Bashemi? Oh, there it is. Okay, this was an older movie because it came out. I, it was like one of those weird. See, that's why I miss cable because sometimes you would just come in on a scene and go, "Oh, this is actually really, really weird." He has been in a lot of stuff. Oh gosh, yes, he's he's. I think it does probably in the nineties. I'm gonna. And it doesn't help that he's uh he's one of the Adam Sandler crew. So he does Adam Sandler does something. It he's he's, Ed and his dead mother. It came out in 1993. (laughs) This wow, that's before my time. A a morning sun takes a deal to reanimate his one year dead mother. However, things turn in unexpected direction. You owe it to yourself to watch it. Uh, I don't, let's see, more watch options. I guess you basically have to, you can either rent it or, yeah, it's it's on Crackle. On Shout TV. What the heck is Shout? That's a new one. I don't know. That's, sorry, I got sidetracked again. But That's yeah, all right. That's all right. It's so good, dude, because this little old lady is just running around. Kill, it's got Ned Beatty in it. Yes, I'm seeing that. That's yeah. Cool. It's not great. I love it. That doesn't mean it's good. Trust me. <laughs> I like John Glover. He's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but my number one movie, without a doubt, Caddyshack. Again, like, don't like that one either. <laughs> I know you don't, but Caddy, that- Caddyshack is just, I just, I can't do without Caddyshack. And, and then I learned something about a year ago, Bill Murray's whole entire movie scene was done on his own. There was no script. Bill Murray did that all on his own. No script. The whole accent and everything? Everything was Bill Murray. He wrote, He did everything like he was doing uh, improv. It was all Bill Murray. He had no script. They told him to, to do Bill Murray. So I tell you what, you're going to make Otis extremely happy with this because it's one of his all-time favorite movies. Yes. I, I've never I, sat through the whole thing. I, I was listening to a, uh, a group of guys talk the other day, and they do a deal on like a Tuesday night, and they do a, a movie, and their movie that, that week was Caddyshack. And there are actually copies of outtakes, and oh, I really? cannot find one. Nobody wants to sell it. And, uh, but yes. Oh, this has got Ted Knight in it. I like him. Oh, he's, yes. He's Rodney the Dage judge. Yes, Rodney Dage. I'm going to have to watch this. Oh, uh, oh, it's yeah. on that, so I can watch it. All right, yes, uh, yes. It's, I mean, this is the old Chevy Chase. And, I mean, I, they say nobody likes to act with him, but Ty Webb was great. Ty Webb was just great. Ted Knight. Always over the top and great. I just, I just love, yes. love the movie. I, I, I can, I can watch it any time. Nineteen eighty. Wow. Yeah. Yep. That's before my time. Oh. All right. <sighs> You've convinced me. I'm gonna have to sit down and watch it. I think I hate it just because Otis likes it. I think that's why I'm so against it. He has well, the worst taste in just about everything. So. You've told me in some of his stuff, so I understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay okay sorry i just bumped the crap out of my but, when, so, but, but when when they're in the pool in this movie is that with the, with the baby ruth yes and, 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 and 
All right, so now it's your turn. Yeah, mine don't get better. Um, my first, we're starting at number ten, working my way to my top, one of my top movies. Um, <laughs> so my first one on my list is Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Jim Carrey is it's over the top, it's overacted, and I love every minute of that stupid movie. Oh like a glove. <laughs> oh, when he comes out of the the rhinoceros. <laughs> yeah, that's it too, I think. Oh, is that two? I uh, think so. This one I think you're he, right. Yes, because they're looking the, for the dolphin. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And he comes out he the one where he pretends to work at the uh he goes into the insane asylum and he's got the 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 ballerina dress on. Touchdown! <laughs> Dude, that movie is just peak Jim Carrey. I uh, like a glove. Yes, the great movie. Horrible. And when he's when they're when they're investigating the crime, he goes, "Oh, okay." And then he takes a deep breath and just rambles for twenty minutes. Ah, oh, it's so good. That movie makes me laugh every time, and it's not good at no. all. It's not a no. good movie, but it's just funny. It's funny. And all right. So that's number 10. My number nine movie is a movie I only just recently watched. It's uh, Tropic Thunder. I'm not a Ben Stiller fan. And I saw a clip on some site somewhere with Robert Downey Jr. And the way he was acting as a white man. He's talking to Brandon Jackson. And he's like, you I people. And he goes, I people. <laughs> Looking to get after each other. That movie is so good. And Tom Cruise is over the top. It Tom Cruise. I love that uh, stupid movie. Never go full. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, to watch the end when Tom Cruise is dancing is the the oh, the end of the movie. Just that's just the cat's meow for how great that movie is. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It's good. It's great. Those two movies, Ace Ventura and this one, are just. You park your brain at the door and just wait for somebody to say something heinous. And, all, and they were all excellent. I mean, Jack Black, it was great. So my number my number eight movie is, a, I, I lent this to Otis when we worked at our previous job, which was almost 20 years ago. I loaned it to him and he didn't watch it. And he kept the damn thing for almost like six years before I got it back. And I was like, I'm not going to go rebuy it because I actually own this movie. It is Team America World Police. Oh, Trey God. Parker, Matt Stone, <laughs> fun of Hollywood actors. Like they destroy the city of Paris with marionette puppets. And they're like, don't worry, citizens, you are safe. That movie kills me. It, and it's not for kids. That is definitely not a kid. No, movie. it's not a kid friendly movie. Like he has to dress up like a terrorist. Oh, God, that movie kills me. It's got it's got puppet on puppet sex scene, which is amazing. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's just bad. It's, the whole thing is just bad. And you can see the strings of the puppets. Yes. The sex scene always like, how did the strings not get tangled up? <laughs> And then Kim Jong Un is like, I saw Ronery. I saw very Ronery. Dude, that movie kills me every time I watch it. I mean, they got a guy that's playing Alec Baldwin. Oh, and Matt they Damon. Get Alec, they need to get Alec Baldwin. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> a guy yeah, plays. Yeah, yeah, play guys. A white guy plays the voice of Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah. I would have thought it was Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> they have no like real actors. They're all voice actors, uh, being the voice of everybody. Um, my my, oh, that movie is it's raunchy and funny and just equal measure, man. It's great. I love that movie. And he finally, I don't know if he ever actually watched it, but it's one of my all time favorites. <laughs> now we start getting into some different kinds, actual movies. My number seven is a movie with Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker called oh, rush hour. Great movie. I I'll rewatch it every time I see uh, it. I'll like, watch all three of them. Yeah. I, Chris Tucker is funny, man. He is hilarious in this movie. I loved him and everything that I've seen him in. Um, and he, I know he was in Friday too, wasn't he? Oh, it's one of my favorites. And I yeah. didn't have room for it. Oh, he's good. He is great in this movie with Jackie Chan. Oh, well, he was also in the new movie about the uh, Air Jordans. He was. He did it's, great. It was straight, brilliant, straight actor. A straight, no, no, no comedy. I should say, not straight, straight, but no comedy. Oh, okay. So watch Rush Hour. Watch all three of them. They're great. Uh, if you get another chance to watch another Jackie Chan movie with uh, Owen Wilson, watch High Noon, which is fantastic. I love that oh, movie. I like Owen Wilson. I think yeah. he's a little overrated. Yeah. It depends uh, on the movie. It does. It does. But that movie's, it's not on my list, but High Noon is great because Owen Wilson plays a gang leader and he they, they're going to rob a train and he pulls out a piece of paper and it's all written with crayon. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, so my number six, this was where it started to get hard because I have to start cutting down um, stuff. So I put Harlem Nights and I just watched this. I literally just watched this like less than two or three months ago because Kaz had been telling me I need to watch it. I laughed till I almost threw up. That movie is one of the funniest movies I have seen. And it is murderer's row for comedians. I mean, you've got Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Red Fox. You, I mean, oh, Della Reese is in this. It is hilarious. He gets yeah. out there, Eddie Murphy gets out there and he's going to box Della Reese and she is rocking his <laughs> Oh, they're just no holes barred with the stuff that comes out their mouth. He shot her pinky toe off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that movie's so good. Oh, that is, that is arguably one of my favorite. Dude, they remade my next movie and I didn't know this. Huh. So, all right, number five. And I think this is a must watch for just about everyone. And you can kind of mix and match, but this is their best movie that they ever did as far as I'm concerned. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It is ridiculous. It is, it, some parts do not make sense, but there are stuff, there was stuff in this that when I was in school, this, this came out in 1975. And, you know, I'm in, the I'm in school in the late 80s, early 90s, and people were still quoting this movie. Like, this movie has, it is but a scratch. Yeah, <laughs> it, I, I can honestly say I've never seen it. They couldn't afford horses, so they said, how do we get around this? They cut, two in, they co cut a coconut in half, so everyone pretends to ride horses by banging two empty coconut shells oh together. Oh, my goodness. It's just horrible. It's, 
it's it's so bad, but it's Monty Python, man. And King Arthur and his Knights of the Round Table. <laughs> yes, low budget. It is very low budget. I mean, the end of it's horrible. Monty Python, it, it's just classic. They have a rabbit that they have to fight at one point, and uh, John Cleese goes, it's only a bloody rabbit! And then one of the guys is walking over there, and the rabbit lunges and rips his head off. He goes, bloody hell! And he'll get down. It's so bad, dude. I love John Cleese. He's such a good actor. He's just naturally funny. Yes, he's just great. So the next one, oh, my next one at number four is Austin Powers. And I, I had I had a hard time picking one of this guy's movies, Mike Myers, because he's so I married an axe murderer is great. Uh, oh, it is great. What was the one that they did with but uh, made Bohemian Rhapsody popular again? Uh, oh, yes. What the hell was that show? Well, was on, Wayne's World. Wayne's, Wayne's World. World. It was on TV yesterday, as a matter of fact. I was trying to take a nap. He's probably one of his best acting roles was as the cat in the hat. That was oh, that movie was great. Yeah, but oh, Austin yeah. Powers is just stupid and funny. Uh, it, it is just over the top, making fun of the '60s and everything that went along with it. I oh, love man. that. Stupid and movie. it has Elizabeth Hurley in it. You oh, cannot yes. go wrong. And then you end up with uh, oh, who's the Foxy Cleopatra? What was her name? But that in the, was that the first yeah, one. No, it's in the second one. There, yes. There's three or four of them. But yeah, that that is, I think it's a must watch. Like, it's just it dumb is. fun. Yes. Now we get to my, my top three. And my third one, which this was hard. These are not in any particular order, but Dumb and Dumber, another Jim Carrey movie. Oh, perfect. <laughs> We're going to Aspen where the beer flows like wine. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you can't do anything stupider. You go and do something that's genius. <laughs> What's the worst sound in the world? <laughs> oh, the best part is the little blind kid that he sold to Petey, the parrot. He goes, what you do with Petey? Oh, little Timmy's taking care of him. And then it's the news program. It's like two savage people have sold a blind kid a dead parrot. <laughs> they ripped the head off. That movie's so stupid. I don't know. That's great. The suits they wore in that movie. <laughs> oh, that's the best scene in the whole movie when they go into this fancy ball and they're sword fighting with their canes. Uh, <laughs> now, peach colored suit. Oh my God. Now, my number two is Deadpool. We already talked about it. Ryan Reynolds, peak Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I can rewatch that movie. Oh, yeah. All the time. I absolutely love that freaking movie. Um, there's nothing about it I don't like. I absolutely loved it. Um, my number one movie. We're just gonna go ahead because, you know, something about Mary. It is one. It is like dumb. These top three I can rewatch back to back to back. Like I absolutely love something about Mary. Like just <laughs> what is his name? Dylan. Uh, Matt Dylan. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about the handicapped kids. <laughs> I love those little retarded efforts. <laughs> it's just so bad. It's so bad. And he, he's, he's pays like watching her. 
so he goes and gets his teeth done, and he's got big giant rabbit teeth. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious! When when they got Ben Stiller back in the day with his hair like that, the braces. Oh God, yes, yes. Oh, and he's like she's in love with Brett Favre, Favre, Favre. Yeah, Brett Favre with the Packers. Uh huh. That movie is I. Sarah Silverman's in this movie. I yes. Keith David's in this movie, too. I Chris, love him. Chris Elliott. He's he's funny. Yes. Oh. Well, he gets his junk cup caught in the zipper. Breaks it big. <laughs> and Keith David, if I'm not mistaken, does a lot of video game voices. A lot. I'm trying to look because I, is it? I don't Keith know. David? Keith David? Yes, he's he's that's uh uh um, that's right. He does Anderson, the the main commander, uh Mass Effect. I Dark thought he Star. also does uh uh Halo. Halo. I thought he was the voice for Halo. I think no, it's what I'm looking at right now. I know he did. I knew he did uh Mass Effect. But I wonder <laughs> if he didn't do Kratos, uh, God of War. I know there's one. Oh, it's Halo. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Halo, the Arbiter. Yeah. You were correct. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this guy. You may has, be a history, but I got some movie. I do have a little yes, movie sir. knowledge. <laughs> well, I knew I knew that he did the voice. Of, he does a lot of voices, mm-hmm. and you might be he might have done Kratos too. Hey, look, no, I, it, that's a different guy. Uh, the old Kratos, not the new one. I I knew he was in one of those too. It was either God of War, or, uh, oh, Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Dude's got a great voice. I could just have oh, you read yes. the bedtime story. Yes. Uh, he's up he's up there with the with the best he's in a lot of stuff man. he's done a lot of he's been around 1979 was his he's, first been, he's been around a long time he was in platoon what i did not know that he played king in platoon i'm gonna have to go back rewatch that obviously not a comedy unless no. you're a sick twisted individual now they've rebought they've brought out uh one of my son and I's favorite shows, Justified, and he was the judge in Justified in this new season. He is in Roadhouse, sir. He's in Roadhouse. No. Yep, he's got a credit for being in Roadhouse. What did it say? He played Ernie Bass. Huh. This guy is like in everything you've ever seen, I think. The Young okay. Indiana Jones Chronicles. It was a T. I didn't know that was yeah. a TV series. Yeah, it was a TV series. Must not have been good. It did not do very well. Reality Bites, The Puppet Masters. I thought he was in some horror movies, too. Dead Presidents. He was Aladdin for the TV series. Dead uh, Presidents he, was a good movie. Oh, wow. This guy's been in a lot. That's awesome, though. That is awesome. Yeah, I did not know he was in, in Roadhouse. I got to get all the way down here to find that. He was in Armageddon, too, General Kimsey. I forgot yes, I remember that. Uh, did not know he was in Platoon. No, I he, didn't. He was in The Thing in 1982? Yeah. So what's funny is, like, you'll see these actors. And so, like, Harrison Ford, the first movie I ever saw him in, of course, with Star Wars, right? So, you know, right. you get older and you start going back and watching some of these old movies. So I heard this saying, you smell that? You smell that? I love the smell of napalm in the morning. And I was a young man. I was like, okay, I got to find this movie. Apocalypse right. Now. Apocalypse Harrison, Harrison Ford is a guy who comes in and hands a file folder to the captain. 
while they're talking to uh, Sheen, Martin Sheen. Really? Yeah, he Did looks know that. Looks young as all get out too. Um, that was Roadhouse. the first time I ever saw him. Hmm. He's the Chronicles of Riddick. That's where I remember him from Riddick. Oh yes, he was in that movie. Yes, yes. Your mom. That's right. yes, yes. Because uh, he made he was one of the ones that made it out to the second movie. Yes. Yes. I think he got killed. No. Yeah, he did get killed in the second movie. Dude, this guy's making bank, man. If he gets if he gets a residual check, he's his kid's gonna be set. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah. Somebody's getting every, every time they show Roadhouse, and they show it all the time. Hey, it's on AMC, so you know they're gonna okay. They're gonna show that, and and you get to see Kelly Lynch. His <laughs> best movie he's ever been in is Stomp the Yard Two, not the first one. Homecoming, just kidding. That's horrible. <laughs> I just, I, I just want to find the people that watch those and go, "Why? Who didn't love you?" He was in Marked for Death. He was that was a good one. He was in with Steven Seagal. They played a cop. I don't recall seeing very many Steven Seagal movies. I'm trying to think. Marked for Death is the good one with the twins with the Jamaican. Uh, the uh, that's one of the better ones, in my opinion. The only thing I remembered from the movie that I watched was he went into a pool hall, he grabbed a towel and put a pool ball in a towel and just started beating people. I believe that's marked for death. Okay, so that's the one I saw. <laughs> yes. That's something else that's kind of mix, missing is the action star. Like, there's not a lot of real good big action stars. They don't want to, It's because it's like, when you're an action star, you're an action star. You don't, it's like The Rock. We all love to watch The Rock in a movie, but we all know what the movies are going to be like. He's he's always in just... My son pointed this out. He said, all of his movies are kind of not good. <laughs> and I went, yeah, but I still kind of like them. Cause the yeah. Rampage, I love that stupid movie. Oh, it was great. But you knew yeah. what you were getting. Well, yeah, it's a video game from the yeah. 90s. Uh, but yeah, you're exactly right. You know what you're going to get. You're going to get the look that smolder. You're going to get him saying some smart. His best movie is The Rundown, bar none. Best movie. And I that's a great comedy action movie. It, that's it another on my one. List. It was on my list, but I didn't have room for it. Um, I had all kinds. I had Friday to put on my list. I, I had all kinds. We didn't even put any Robin Williams, like Good Morning Vietnam. Oh, I, I just knew you were going to put Mrs. Doubtfire on there. That's I had it on there, but then you we started talking about Harlem Nights. <laughs> and Harlem <laughs> And Austin Powers, I could swap that out for, like I said, like Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, any of those are great movies. I mean, and then you've got the British stuff, like Shaun of the Dead, uh, Hot Fuzz. Those are pretty good. Oh, yeah. And heck, we barely even talked about Tucker and Dale. If y'all haven't seen Tucker and Dale, I'm sorry. But if you want to laugh your butt off about some of the stupidest stuff for an hour and a half, it's great. Because the part with the kid, <laughs> he's in the wood chipper head first. <laughs> and the guy's grabbing his legs going, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. That would be great. I mean, Bedazzled with Brendan Fraser is oh, fantastic. Hey, Georgia the Jungle with Brendan Fraser was great and it was terrible. And I didn't get trading places in my list with Eddie. Oh, that's that's I watch that every year. It that doesn't is, matter. It's a great movie. 
yeah, it, they show that at Christmas time every year on about 20 different channels that I'm watching it every time it comes on. She yeah. was in, did you know he was in Mr. Robot? Who? The black guy we were just talking about. I'm sorry, I just oh. moved. Oh, Keith David? No, yeah. I did not know. Yes. Huh. Mr. Robot. That's crazy. I'm sorry. I was just scrolling up to get to the top of the screen. And yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. That dude is a, he's a working man's actor. He's yes. still stuck today unless he's Oh yes, no, he's like I said, he's he just got through doing Justified, City of Primeval. 1956. Uh Another movie that I highly recommend if you're an adult and aren't turned off by really, really horrifically crass humor, uh, me, myself, and Irene. Oh, yeah. His kids tying that dude to the pole with the chicken. Oh. <laughs> it's, 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 it's horrible. That movie's so bad. It's, yeah. it's so bad you, it's good. You did that to yourself. That's... <laughs> That he's just tank washing himself. Oh my god! She's like, I'm so sorry. I'd use this on you. You didn't use it on me. And it's just it's like, oh, <laughs> it's not a good movie at all. It's probably one of his worst movies. Uh, Cable Guy is one of his worst. No, movies. no Cable Guy is probably his worst movie. Because uh, the mask is a good one. Oh yes. We could keep doing. <laughs> yeah, we could keep going. We could keep going for hours and hours and hours. Okay, I think that's going to do it for this. But yeah, we need more comedies in our life. Yes, I agree. We need to, we need to, we need to laugh. Or, yes, yes. If you get a chance to go to a comedy show, go to a comedy show, even if you don't want to go outside. Oh, sp- speaking of that, Chris Tucker is coming to Oklahoma City in November. I just saw that he's touring again. Yes, I, I didn't know his, he was. Yeah, there's this, one of his shows is on Amazon Prime or or Max or something. So I, I, I started to watch it and I fell asleep because I'm old. <laughs> so, yeah, I might have to go try to check that out. Yeah, so, all right. I think that's going to do it. Uh, that's a, it's a good show, guys. Bring back comedy, please. Yes, please do. Without the politics, because politics. Without, yes. Quit, quit, having thick, quit having thin skin. Learn to laugh. Yes. People yes. have been talking about everybody since the dawn of time. That's how we come together is mocking. Yes. Yes. Just go, just go look up some uh, Deaf Comedy Jam. Oh, I mean, that's how Martin Lawrence got his thing. Deaf yep. Comedy Jam. Without that. Yeah. And it's just making fun of each other and having fun, realizing we're different. That doesn't have to divide us. So, All right. Well, all right, Kaz, it's that time of the day. Do you have... Advice. I do, I do have a little advice for the young men out there. You know, you're going to hear this all your life. Mistakes are part of life. You got to learn from those mistakes. And don't ask questions when you make, don't forget to ask questions when you make a mistake because it's the only way you're going to learn. You're you, you just going to, you're going to say the wrong thing. You're going to do the wrong thing. You have consequences. Learn from those mistakes. It's the best way you're gonna you're gonna grow. Yep. No, that's absolutely true. I mean, uh, the first step in getting wiser is realizing you screwed up, you know, and you yep. learn from it. Don't repeat it. Don't be afraid to ask why you messed up. Right. What do I got to do questions. to fix that? Yeah. Always ask questions. Ask why. 
Uh, you start a new job and you're afraid to look stupid. Just ask. Oh, questions. you're going to. Yes. Better to ask and not screw up than screw up. And the guy says, I thought you knew how to do that. I, I'm not speaking personal experience or anything. <laughs> but uh, okay. I don't really have any this week. I've been too busy doing other stuff. So I didn't come up with a bit of advice. I would just, I'd echo Cass's. Like just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That goes good for the, for the young ladies out there too. Yeah, most most young ladies are afraid to admit when they're wrong, though. At least in my my purview, <laughs> we could get in trouble on that one. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I guess I would recommend just uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. I think that's going to do it for us. Let's anyway. do that. Let's call that an evening on that one, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Okay, so Kaz, why don't you tell them where they can find us? Okay, guys, you can check us out on Twitter, Odd, Odd Time Podcasts on your Twitter devices, uh, Odd Time Podcast at yahoo.com. Um, we've got, uh, we're up on uh, iTunes, Odd Time Podcasts, and uh, SoundCloud. Don't forget Odd Time Podcasts, SoundCloud. You can check us out at all those platforms. Oh, and we also have TikTok. That's right. I forgot. And on uh, SoundCloud, you don't have to download it. You can just go on there and hit play and listen to it. You don't have to uh, download anything or sign up for anything. It's free. Yes, it is. It's all free. And all right. we're, we're working on uh, we're working on the rest of the platforms uh, as we speak, guys. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to get us up on YouTube, which I'm pretty sure that won't last long because I'm going to say something and get us demonetized. <laughs> you never know. We got to try. Um, I think with that, you guys have a good evening. Good have day. Have a great we're, week. Yep. We'll see you next Saturday. Yes. Good evening.